0: Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo and it is day 166. Our reading for today is coming from 1 Kings chapter 14 and chapter 15 verses 1 through 24, Acts chapter 10 verses 1 through 23, Psalm chapter 133 and Proverbs chapter 17 verses 7 and 8. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the One Year Bible. Let's read. 1 kings chapter 14 At that time Abijah the son of Jeroboam fell sick and Jeroboam said to his wife Arise and disguise yourself that it not be known that you are the wife of Jeroboam and go to Shiloh behold Ahijah the prophet is there who said of me that I should be king over this people take with you 10 loaves some cakes and a jar of honey and go to him he will tell you what shall happen to the child Jeroboam's wife did so She arose and went to Shiloh and came to the house of Ahijah. Now Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were dim because of his age. And the Lord said to Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam is coming to inquire of you concerning her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus shall you say to her. When she came, she pretended to be another woman. But when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet, as she came in at the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why do you pretend to be another? For I am charged with unbearable news for you. Go, tell Jeroboam, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Because I exalted you from among the people, and made you leader over my people Israel, and tore the kingdom away from the house of David, and gave it to you. And yet you have not been like my servant David, who kept my commandments and followed me with all his heart, doing only that which was right in my eyes." But you have done evil above all who are before you and have gone and made for yourself other gods and metal images, provoking me to anger and have cast me behind your back. Therefore, behold, I will bring harm upon the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam every male, both bond and free in Israel, and will burn up the house of Jeroboam as a man burns up dung until it is all gone. Anyone belonging to Jeroboam who dies in the city, the dogs shall eat. And anyone who dies in the open country, the birds of the heavens shall eat, for the Lord has spoken it. Arise, therefore, go to your house. When your feet enter the city, the child shall die, and all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him. For he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found something pleasing to the Lord, the God of Israel, in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, The Lord will raise up for Himself a king over Israel, who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam today. And henceforth, the Lord will strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, and root up Israel out of this good land that He gave to their fathers, and scatter them beyond the Euphrates, because they have made their ashram, provoking the Lord to anger. And He will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, which He sinned and made Israel to sin." Then Jeroboam's wife arose and departed, and came to Tirzah. And as she came to the threshold of the house, the child died. And all Israel buried him and mourned for him, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Ahijah the prophet. Now, the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. And the time that Jeroboam reigned was twenty two years, and he slept with his fathers. And Nadab, his son, reigned in his place. Now Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city that the Lord had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, to put his name there. His mother's name was Naamah the Ammonite. And Judah did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins that they committed, more than all that their fathers had done. For they also built for themselves high places and pillars and ashram on every high hill and under every green tree. And there were also male cult prostitutes in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations that the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, Shishak, king of Egypt came up against Jerusalem. He took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He took away everything." He also took away all the shields of gold that Solomon had made, and King Rehoboam made in their place shields of bronze, and committed them to the hands of the officers of the guard who kept the door of the king's house. And as often as the king went into the house of the Lord, the guard carried them and brought them back to the guard room. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His mother's name was Naamah, the Ammonite, and Abijam, his son, reigned in his place. 1 Kings 15, verses 1-24 Now in the eighteenth year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, Abijam began to reign over Judah. He reigned for three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Maacah, the daughter of Abishalem. And he walked in all the sins that his father did before him, and his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father. Nevertheless, for David's sake the Lord his God gave him a lamp in Jerusalem, setting up his son after him, and establishing Jerusalem. Because David did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and did not turn aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Now there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all the days of his life. The rest of the acts of Abijam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Abijam and Jeroboam. And Abijam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa his son reigned in his place. In the twentieth year of Jeroboam king of Israel, Asa began to reign over Judah, and he reigned forty-one years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Maacah, the daughter of Abishalom, And Asa did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, as David his father had done. He put away the male cult prostitutes out of the land and removed all the idols that his father had made. He also removed Maacah, his mother, from being queen mother, because she had made an abominable image for Asherah. And Asa cut down her image and burned it at the brook Kidron. But the high places were not taken away. Nevertheless, The heart of Asa was wholly true to the Lord all his days. And he brought into the house of the Lord the sacred gifts of his father and his own sacred gifts, silver and gold and vessels. And there was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, all their days. Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might permit no one to go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa took all the silver and the gold that were left in the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house, and gave them into the hands of his servants. And king Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the son of Tabrimon, the son of Hezion, king of Syria, who lived in Damascus, saying, Let there be a covenant between me and you, as there was between my father and your father. Behold, I am sending to you a present of silver and gold. Go, break your covenant with Baasha, king of Israel, that he may withdraw from me. And Ben-Hadad listened to king Asa and sent the commanders of his armies against the cities of Israel and conquered Ijon, Dan, abel beth maachah and all Kinneroth, with all the land of Naphtali. And when Baasha heard of it, he stopped building Ramah, and he lived in Tirzah. Then king Asa made a proclamation to all Judah, none was exempt, and they carried away the stones of Ramah and its timber, with which Baasha had been building, And with them king Asa built Geba of Benjamin and Mizpah. Now the rest of all the acts of Asa, all his might, and all that he did, and the cities that he built, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? But in his old age he was diseased in his feet. And Asa slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David his father. And Jehoshaphat his son reigned in his place. Acts chapter 10 verses 1 through 23. Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa, and bring one Simon who is called Peter. He is lodging with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had departed, he called two of his servants and a devout soldier from among those who attended him, and having related everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, who was well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what you have to say. So he invited them in to be his guest. The next day he rose and went away with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa accompanied him. Psalm chapter 133 Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Proverbs chapter 17, verses 7 and 8. Fine speech is not becoming to a fool. Still less is false speech to a prince. A bribe is like a magic stone in the eyes of the one who gives it. Wherever he turns, he prospers. Today's devotional is coming from Acts chapter 10. It's going to take extreme discipline for me to not preach. This is a powerful story. How can you look at the book of Acts and not see it as a suspense, thriller, action, adventure, drama, just everything all wrapped up in one? There are four key figures in just our reading today. And this story is still going on. We're going to finish it tomorrow. You've got Cornelius, you've got Peter, you have an angel of God, and you have the Holy Spirit, and all four of them are involved in this story right now. You have Cornelius, who is a centurion of the Italian cohort. The Bible says that he was a devout man who feared God with all his household. He gave alms generously to the people. Now, alms were gifts to the poor, and he also prayed continually to God. So then this angel appears and calls his name Cornelius. And of course, Cornelius is freaking out. The Bible says that he stared at the angel in terror and said, what is it, Lord? And listen to what he says. Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. Let me just say this. Here's a man who's not a Christian. He does not know who Jesus is. He does not know about the cross, the resurrection, nothing. But he had a heart for God. And his prayers and his alms, the angel said, ascended as a memorial before God. If this man, who is not a Christian yet, if his prayers and his alms ascended as a memorial before God, why would you believe, listen to me, you out there who are listening, who are Christians, or those of you who maybe you've not called on the name of the Lord, but you are searching for him, you love God, you're trying to find him. Do you not believe that God hears your prayers? I wonder if when we get to heaven, we'll discover how many times God was sending angels who were moving on our behalf that we just don't know about. Let's keep reading. So while Cornelius is praying continually and he is just giving to the poor, you want to get God's attention? Go love on the poor and give to the poor. God loves the poor. So while Cornelius is doing this, God is speaking to Peter and preparing him. Now, let me speak to all of you Christians out there. May we all be like Peter, that we spend time in prayer and that our hearts are open because God could be preparing a Cornelius right now. And the Spirit of God may lead or prompt us to go and speak into their life and bring the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, good news. I love this vision that the Lord gave to Peter, where he saw all these different animals and then told him, rise Peter, kill and eat. And Jewish people did not eat things that were considered common or unclean. And what did the voice say? What God has made clean, do not call common. This is exciting news for all of us who are not Jewish, who are Gentiles, as it's becoming abundantly clear that this message of the gospel is for everyone. I also feel like when I hear this, what God has made clean, do not call common, I can't help but think of myself how I was as a person, someone who was just unclean. And yet God had mercy on me, and He redeemed me, and He made me righteous, and He made me a brand new creation, as He's done with all of you and anyone who has called on the name of the Lord. Let us be ready like Peter, to go and minister to the Corneliuses that are all around us who fear God, love him, and they want to know him, and all they need is a messenger to bring the good news. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And God, we just lift up those all around our community, around our region, all within our sphere of influence, even those that maybe we don't even know right now, where they are calling on your name. They're crying out to you. Their heart is just aching to find salvation, to find hope, to find forgiveness. God, I pray that you'd speak to our hearts and that we would be willing vessels, just like Peter, where he said yes to your call, and he went with those men, and he brought that message of salvation to Cornelius' house. Draw us close to you by the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal your Son to us. We ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. I had to really restrain myself to not turn this into a preaching session. I just love this story. It's so powerful, and it's going to continue on tomorrow, of course, with Cornelius. If you're enjoying the Bible 365 podcast, make sure you share it with your friends and with your family. If you haven't yet, please consider leaving a review or just rating it on Apple Podcast if you listen there. Of course, it's also on Spotify and Google Podcast and many other platforms. Please continue to pray for me. I'm praying for you. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow with day 167.